How are you, sir? Hey, doing great. It's good a, to see you, man. It's, a, it's good to see you as always. Yeah. This is, a, is, is, this, is this fun for you? I know you guys are jam-packed this one day that, yeah. that, that you're in here, but is this fun? I really do. I enjoy it. I mean, it's fun. It's it's great. You know, it's obviously great exposure for the Sun Belt and all of our, our programs, but uh, – but it's fun. I mean, it's fun to talk about your team. And, you know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like, you know, it's good. It's kind of the, the season's here, ready or not, right? It's here, man. You know, it's here. <laughs> you know, but. year three for you now, um, not that things ever get easier, but now that you've kind of established your culture and had success the first couple of years, got to 10 wins yeah. and nearly got to that Sunbelt Championship game a year ago, um, is, are things a little bit easier? Are they in place now for your program? I, 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 yeah, I mean, you know, coaches cringe at the word easy I know, right I, right I, but, I, I, but I don't but, want to say it but but, but I, honestly I don't know if I have a better word for it other than um, you're able to start focusing on maybe some of the finer details mm -hmm. of of your program year 1 right and really a, the majority of year 2 as a head coach you're setting expectations uh, accountability, you know, protocols in place, all the things that we want to who, who do we want to be offensively, defensively, special teams, academically, all right. those things, right? So uh, now, you know, it's rewarding as a head coach to see those things fall into place and then to start to have some on-field success. Uh, and, and now you've got a, a group of young men, right, that are, that are very experienced, um, that, are, that are coming back. Um, you know, 20 returning starters, if you include two guys right. that are – uh, that, that they, they were out with injury a year ago, and we get those guys back. So really excited about that. But, again, then your focus is, all right, what, what did we not do well enough, <laughs> right, in 2022 that we've got to make sure we get corrected in a very tough schedule, including James Madison this year. Yeah, it'll be a little different. The Dukes will, will host South Alabama. That'll be in, in week five this year, September the uh, 30th at, uh, yeah. at Bridgeport Stadium. So we'll talk about that as we continue. But, you know, talk about – you made the jump finally. Again, five wins in year one, but ten last year. You go seven and one, just the one loss, a close loss to Troy, who obviously uh, was able to win the Sun Belt last yep. year. What was what did you see different in year two than you saw in year one that maybe made the difference in winning some of those close games and yeah. having that success? You know, it really, if you go back to 2021, we, we were in some really close you games were. against good opponents. I mean, uh, you know, Louisiana won the Sun Belt that year. We missed a field goal with 40 seconds left, <laughs> lost 18 to 20. We played Coastal Carolina at the end of the season, yeah. lost in overtime. I mean, I think this team was probably, you know, we were in those moments, but I'm not sure we expected to be in those right. moments in 21. I think in 22, right, there was a little bit more of an expectation of what we were capable of. Uh, and you start building more consistency in your program in year two. Your coordinators are back. You get some players back, right. all those things. And then obviously that carries into, uh, into 2023. And you mentioned so many guys back. Obviously, we'll start with your quarterback, Carter Bradley, preseason yeah. second-team all-conference, um, threw for over 3,300 yards, 28 touchdowns. Tell me about that young man and what yeah. makes him tick for you. You know, what I think is really uh, underrated and not talked about is how impressive it is to come in in year one as a transfer and to operate at such a high level from the quarterback position. It's very We're hard, not talking yeah. about corner. We're not talking yeah. about D-line. Sometimes We're you can jump in a different position. Right? Yep. You know, James Madison had a very similar situation. Absolutely. Centennial Todd, right? Am I saying that right? Todd Centennial, yep. Uh, Todd Centennial. I'm sorry. Centennial Todd. Um, but, uh, but, you know, for those young men to go operate at such a high no level. No question. Carter – what is exciting now is he gets to start focusing on maybe those more minor details mm -hmm. or, or, or really finer details, right, that, that, that elevate his game. Uh, and so I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see 
you know, how he has continued to mesh with our players on the field and the chemistry they have. And the relationship between Major Applewhite, our offensive coordinator, mm -hmm. and Carter Bradley is really tremendous and one that I think we're all going to be able to take advantage of. We're talking to Kane Walmack again, the head football coach at South Alabama. They went 10-3 and a year ago, 7-1 in the Sun Belt. And, again, so many guys back. We mentioned Carter, but he's got a lot of guys around him as well. Um, obviously, Lindamian Webb is, is very talented running the football for you. Preseason yeah. first team. He was first team a year ago. Right. Um, your top three running backs are all back. So you have depth there. You have depth at receiver. Your top five guys in receptions. Five of your top six guys with receptions a year ago are all back. So he's got a lot of weapons around him, doesn't he? He really does. And and I'll say, you know, probably the greatest improvement on our offense is the one that's talked about the least is our offensive uh, line. I was going to bring know. that up next. Yeah. Uh, and, and really – you know, that group has allowed us to establish a run game in just about every game we face. And, frankly, the, the Sun Belt is a really challenging lead to establish a run no game question. on first and second down. There's some really good defensive lines and really good schemes. Um, but, but when you look at Carter having the chemistry of some of these guys that he's getting the ball to and knowing that we don't have to exclusively rely on our passing game, right, uh, with guys like Carter Brett or with guys like LaDamian Webb, right, um, you've got a number of backs in that backfield that we feel very yeah. confident in. Um, and he and, doesn't uh, have to carry the load all the time. He doesn't, <laughs> you know. And, uh, and so f from that perspective, I think what will be really uh, – it, it's, a, it's a great problem to have, but what's really exciting <laughs> is, you know, finding creative ways to get all these guys in yeah. the picture. You know, our wide receivers are really good, but our tight end unit is as good as I've seen in the Sun Belt. I mean, we've got some really great receiving threats with D.J. Thomas and Lincoln Sefcik. Mm -hmm. Brandon Crum is one of the most physical players in the league, I think, in terms of a blocking tight end. And so finding ways to utilize those guys in our passing game and our run game is really exciting. Coach Applewhite has his – he's got a lot of things he can kind of yeah. try and, and mix yeah. in, right? Uh, he really does. You know, <laughs> Major's uh, – I think Major is coaching his best football, and that's saying something considering – this guy's been the offensive sure. coordinator at Alabama, at Texas, the head coach at Houston. Um, but what's great about Major is he finds ways, you know, to, to take his experiences, both positive and adversities that he's had, and in, implement that into the way he coaches and teaches our players day in and day out. And I think it's it's paid huge dividends. We're talking to Kane Walmack, the head football coach at South Alabama. Again, Jamie will play them in week five at home in Harrisonburg. Your offensive line, Again, JMU's got all five of their guys back from a year ago. You yeah. guys have a lot of guys up front. That chemistry with that, that's underrated, too, on how much yeah. chemistry you can have up front. Well, when you have four or five starters back, right, and you've got a number of guys that we've just really been kind of grooming Absolutely. and building, mm -hmm. right, year three is kind of the first time that you can get some of these younger players in the fold with those what I call a developmental position mm -hmm. in terms of the offensive line, right? And so we're starting to see the depth that I think it takes to compete at a high level in the Sun Belt in the trenches, mm -hmm. right? And so that part has really probably been the thing that I've been most pleased with with our offensive development over the last three years is particularly what we've been able to do up front. And defensively, just looking, you've got your top one, two, three, four, six tacklers back, seven yeah. of your top eight. Sure. You mentioned 20 of 22 starters, so you've got a lot of those guys back. Right. Uh, you lose um, CJ, who had 11 tackles for loss. But other than that, you've got all those guys back that are getting behind uh, the yeah. line of scrimmage. Are, are, do you feel like you're able to do more defensively now with, with so many different guys back and knowing your scheme? Yeah, it's a really good question because – you got to be careful, right, of, okay, what we're doing is working, but you've always got to have those little wrinkles right. from year to year defensively. If, you've, if you're stagnant, right, people are going <laughs> to take gonna advantage figure it out of you, right? Bit, yeah. They're going to figure it out. Um, what I think that you will see most from our defense is experience showing up in anticipation, right? Defense is about creating havoc plays, 
limiting the explosive plays that you give up, sure. but you also got to create some havoc yourself, right. right? And when you've got guys like Yam Banks, Keith Goldman, Jaden Voison who led us in tackles, those guys are players that can anticipate at a high level, and I think we'll see some more production from our back end because of it. Yam Banks is a, is a baller, isn't he? <laughs> he is a, he's really that good. Is, that is a proper word for him. He is just a baller. <laughs> he's really good. Yeah, he's really, really good. W what makes him so good? Uh, you know, he's got the skill set, right, that is, you know, I would say he's above average in, right. in just about every aspect. Right? Could, he's he's big, just different. He's right? fast. He's strong. Yep. Um, he just anticipates really well. He's really consistent with his fundamentals and his technique. Um, but, you know, great defensive players, particularly on the back end, right, they just have instincts. You know what I mean? For lack have of a better to. term, they right, do. they just yep. – they, they have a knack for finding the ball, leveraging the ball, and then knowing when to make plays. And, and, and this is where experience plays in. A lot of it, right, is just knowing when to take risks and when not <laughs> right. to take risks on You're defense, right. right? And Yam does a really good job of that. And with your guys, again, you were able to force 20 turnovers last year. Um, 28 sacks, you'd probably like to have that a little higher, wouldn't you? Yeah, we would. I, I, actually, you hit the nail on the head. Now, we call them takeaways instead of turnovers. Turnover implies the offense gave That's you the right. ball. We, we like to think <laughs> we, take took, it we, from took, them. we took the damn thing, right? So, <laughs> you know, uh, but, but in terms of sacks, um, this has been a defense that my dad uh, was a longtime defensive coordinator in the SEC. We run his, his defense. It's evolved over the years. Had, had for for 20 plus years we've been one of the top defenses in the country in sacks and TFLs and we took a step probably uh, I, I don't want to say back but right. we didn't have the same production that we have always had there uh, from that perspective and that's something that we've certainly been focused on this offseason yeah but getting after the quarterback getting those yeah. TFLs everything like that you know we, we talked about you get to play JMU this year and again you don't always get to it'll be once every probably four years whenever you right. do that but have you taken a pretty long look at JMU here in the offseason we have we've spent quite a bit of time just you know studying them talking to people that have played them um, it is so evident how well coached they are as soon as you turn on the tape they are so consistent uh, with with who they are they know their identity you watch them situationally third down red zone right. a two-minute drive they're just so on point with what they would try to do and frankly that's you know, what we feel like has been our recipe mm -hmm. for success. We've got some really talented players, but we try to be so consistent in those situational downs. And I would say, you know, you can point to James Madison probably as the, the standard bearer in our league in terms of their consistency of execution. I was talking with Coach Summerall, too, and he was talking about being player-led. And you mentioned so many guys back and, and leadership and, and right. player-led programs are the best programs. I mean, that, that's yeah. when you have the success that you guys did a year ago, that Troy did a year ago. Right. Do you see that day in and out with, with, with how you guys are player-led for the most part? I, I think we are seeing it, right, because there's a lot of guys that have they, – they understand the expectation, mm -hmm. right, and they meet that expectation day it. in and day out. That's a huge part of it. But I think oftentimes we use the word leadership, right, and that leadership is, you know, through example and the way you do things. But a big piece of leadership is, is be – be willing to have the uncomfortable conversation with your teammates that are not meeting the standard and expectation. Some and, are afraid to do and that. Some are very <laughs> afraid to do that. It's probably the hardest thing that we ask young men to do this day sure. and age because, yeah. you know, we're we talk, we're, we're very uh, combative on Twitter and social media, but face-to-face -face right nowadays, <laughs> no doubt. I'm not sure we've taught these no young doubt. men how to have a difficult conversation. Right. And we, we try to do that day in and day out. But you also got to create an environment where those young men feel empowered to do that, right? Uh, and I think that that ultimately comes down to relationships. You've got an early couple of early tests. You go to Tulane, yeah. who had a hell of a year a year ago. Right. You, you go to Oklahoma State as well. Um, 
yeah. good test early in the season for your team. I, I would say. And I bet you love it, don't you? Well, I, I think competitors want to play at a yeah. really high level, right? And and this is you don't you don't dream about beating somebody seventy to seventeen, <laughs> right? And then going on the you do dream about those things, but <laughs> you but like you, it a you lot. You want those competitive <laughs> yes. games that you have to strive for every single uh, you know inch and yard, right, in a football game. And so, you know, this is by far the most challenging schedule that we've faced since I've been here. But we're also a team that, you know, has a lot of competitors with great experience, and, and, and I hope that we're up to the challenge. I'm sure they want it, don't they? Yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah. Again, so many guys back. This should be a really, really good football team, and it should be fun. Mark your calendar, September 30th. That'll be a good one at Bridge Four Stadium. South Alabama and the Jaguars will come up to take on the Dukes. Coach, congratulations on everything so far. Thank good luck you. this year. We'll really see, appreciate you. It. see you in week five. Look forward to seeing you. Thank you, Coach.